So this one says, I think my best friend robbed me and now I want to beat her ass. I just moved in my apartment, which has which was a major milestone for me because it was my first apartment. My friend helped me move in and I was grateful at first, but her comments about my nice stuff from my parents made me feel a little uncomfortable. Three nights after moving all of my stuff in, I decided to go out with all of my friends, including the one who I feel robbed me. And when I got home, my shoes and all of my TVs were gone. (laughs) I know (laughs) it was her because her energy was off the whole night (laughs) and she didn't seem surprised whenever we got back home. (laughs) What should I do? Well, I'm going to tell you exactly what you should do. I got this one. I'm going to tell you exactly what you should do. What you should do is get with her boyfriend. You should fuck him, first of all. Eventually fuck him, but not initially. You should eventually fuck him, but you want to get with her boyfriend, right? And you want to speak with him in some sort of way, like pillow talk, I guess, because niggas love pillow talking. We all know that niggas love pillow talk. You get with him. You get with the boyfriend, you fuck him, you end up fucking him and get him to tell everything. And that's how you found out. So you kill two birds with one stone. You got your revenge for fucking him, and you found out the truth about your friend. Truth be told, that's not her friend anyway. If you think your friend robbed you, there's no way I think you robbed me. There's no way I'm automatically going to you, TJ. I thought you robbed me. I'm not going automatically to you thinking you robbed me. That shit not happening. So that wasn't her friend in the first place. I don't think so anyway. But ultimately, though, friendship is a weird thing. All right. I I will say friendship is I've what's something that you battle with this year in regards or just period in regards to friendship or friendship period. Um. Oh yeah. So yeah, me personally, I went through like a little turmoil um, where I, I like accidentally overdosed. Yeah, I had a near overdose experience. Hold on, wait. How you accidentally overdose? <laughs> So I take I take sleeping medicine. Uh, so and it's like mind altering, make you hallucinate and some yeah. shit. But you get the best sleep of your life. Yeah, the sleeping medicine do. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I give you one. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm already throwing the fuck out. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. I don't need to take none that's gonna alter my mind any more than what it is. I'm already fucked. <laughs> so I took one of those and like I was confused. So I'm like. Got some pain medicine too because I got like back problems because when I got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I took one of them, I think, and then I was like, did I take the pain medicine? Yeah. Or not? So I ended up taking more pain medicine mm. and then I was on the phone with one of my friends and I was like, I think I can't breathe, y'all. I yeah. said, I feel like I'm my my throat and stuff is like closing up. So they ended up like coming over there, literally got there and like she stayed in Murfreesboro. That's a good. 20, 25 minutes away from me. And she got there in literally about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So we went to Vanderbilt. And another close friend of mine, like, was on the phone, like, hearing the whole situation go down or whatever. But after it happened, I didn't hear from their friend for, like, almost a year. Yeah. So it kind of, like, like rubbed me wrong because I was like, I don't think I've ever, I would have ever did a friend like that. Yeah. What do you think the root of that was? And, and that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And this was like really bugging me because <laughs> like, I don't know. I felt like I was at like a low point too, yeah. like doing it. I felt embarrassed. And at the same time, I felt like, like what, <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? You smarter than these. Yeah. So it wasn't on purpose. You didn't, you didn't oh, no, 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 try no. to like off yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I wasn't trying to end it off. Yeah. I don't, hey, listen, I don't been in some dark places before. <laughs> But so I right, you take it with this friend, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
do you think that, because this is something that we fail to realize too. Like, we be expecting us out of other people, right? True. So do you think in this situation, this friend was like probably going through some, some shit maybe, or maybe it's just she didn't feel the need to talk to you anymore, or whatever the case may be? I'm not sure because I just feel like we had that bond for 10 years plus. Like, yeah. it, it shouldn't even been that at all. It shouldn't have been like, let me just avoid you and not talk to you at all. Yeah. But you really, like, I could have probably died. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. that, in a situation like that, if I would have died, then you couldn't even say it like nothing. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, did y'all ever rekindle? I mean, we talk now, but it, I, it's weird. I feel like I still want to have a conversation about like what transpired because I even tried to reach out when, like, again, we didn't talk for a year. Yeah. So I tried to reach out a couple months, like, What's going on? Mm. I didn't even get a like response back after that. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of made me like question like friendships and motives. Like now, you really do need good, solid friends to live long, though. That's what we fail to realize that we are tribal people, and friendships are important. Like you really do need like good bonds. The worst thing you can do to a prisoner is separate them from other prisoners. Mm-hmm. Put them in the hole. That's the worst thing you can do to them, and that shit fuck them up. Like that shit fuck people's mind up being away from exactly. other people. So, I think friendships are important, though. What what do you, what do you learn from these situations though when you're going through this shit? Because surely all of this shit is a learning lesson, though. Oh, most definitely. Um, I just feel like you have to. I guess basically, like, what I'm trying to say is like trying to like be guarded sometimes, yeah. but at the same time, you feel like you shouldn't do that with your friends. Because to me, I treat all my friends like. They damn near my family. Right. So I never want a friend to feel like they alone in anything. I always want my friends to call me about anything. Because I feel like I'm like a multi-personal friend. Yeah. A multi-purpose friend. Because mm-hmm. I'm the friend you can talk to about anything. I'm the friend we going to go out, have a drink, have a good time. Yeah. I'm like, the most people I deal with now, I feel like they only call me with their problems. Because mm-hmm. I see them on social media. They be going out and clubbing with 10 minutes ago. You... Talking about you about to get evicted, but you yeah, but you out of the club. You at the club and shit, so I'm confused. Like, I don't know. I just bitch, the way get my, it together. <laughs> I just the way my heart and mindset of I just want to do half the shit some people do to me. Yeah, nah. I mean, you can't. You wear your heart on your sleeve too, though. Nah. You gotta like listen. I ain't saying tuck that bitch, but I am saying this though. I am saying like. <laughs> You can't be giving them like so much access, you know, at the same time. Man, don't take shit personal, bro. People fucked up. If I don't listen, I think I'm depressed, bro. I'm serious. That ain't funny. But... No, you laughed. So it gotta be funny. <laughs> no, like, I mean, why do you think that though? I, because like I was listen, I just turned 31. Crazy. First of all, I just turned 31. How old are you? I'll be 32 in like Fuck. Three, two, three weeks. Shit. Oh, ass nigga. <laughs> so I just turned 31, right? Mm-hmm. I just turned 31. And um, at this moment, I should be, not at this specific moment, but at the moment of me turning 31 on my birthday, that whole entire weekend, I went to a comedy show, I went to Atlanta, I did all of this stuff. I should be elated. I should be basking in it. I should mm-hmm. be throwing back shots, shit, dropping dick. That's what should be going on, no bro. That's what should be going on. But this is the thing. I just felt like I was just there in emotions. Like, I, I'm laughing, but I'm numb. Mm-hmm. It's like a cloud over me. It's like, what the fuck is going on with me? Why can't I enjoy myself right now? And I'm like, am I depressed? And that's the thing. 
as people, we don't even have the tools to even know if that's what's going on with us. I don't even know. I don't know if I'm depressed, but I feel like that may be it, you know? And I'm fucked up out here. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you have people, like an outlet? It's like even friends or like family or? This show my outlet, you know, but as far as talking to, listen, my family is fucking retarded. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Like, I don't know if they watch this shit anyway. Like, but they fucking retarded. So am I, right? <laughs> right? Like, them motherfuckers is like, half of them probably depressed too. Like, I don't, like, I can't I can't come to them. I can't come to them and tell them what's going on because one, it might, it could, a couple things can happen with family. This shit can get misconstrued and all oh, this nigga depressed, he blah, 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 blah. Or I could be made fun of, I could get laughed at, I could be not take serious, I could be made to seem as if I got a problem. I just don't think my family is the best group of people as a whole to bring that type of shit to. And like, I was literally on the phone with my friend telling her, like, it's important to have friends separate from family because Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to vent about your family to your friends and, like, vice versa. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just feel like you need that outlet just so you won't snap. And a lot of people, because, like, now people can't even really afford therapy because they charge it now. Like, my insurance used to pay for it free now. They try me like $155 if I want to go to therapy now. And I'm going to tell you something. I can't go to my friends because all y'all got problems too. <laughs> like all y'all got I'm a good problems. Listener, though. I get it, but it's like, imagine if you don't had a, a, I just trauma dump. But this, this, this is going on. This is going on. This is going on. You be like, hey, nigga. That's why most of the time when you hit me up, I be like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't be good. Like, I be fucked up. <laughs> I be fucked up. I be like, shh. Any day now. Any day I'm finna go, it's going I'm just I'm just one little scared cut me off away from boom, 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 boom in traffic, just letting that bitch off. 17 shots, like fucking in somebody's window. Now you see me on the news, mugshot. Like, <laughs> he told me he was gonna do it. <laughs> he said it. Like, listen, I just be because it's 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 life can be overwhelming. I mean, do you think like if you say something, it'll feel better, or you'll feel better, or you just think it'll be pointless if you express yourself? I do, I do on here, you know, and of course in a comical way. And I do, you know, I do work out a lot. I'm big on working out and everything. You know, I'm big on working out. I'm big on, on like self improvement. I read, I write, you know, I create. So those are my things. I'm more like a, like a, I was a kid that never wanted to be held as a kid. I didn't want my mom <laughs> to pick me up. Like, nah, get, get off of me. Like, but, so I, I think like a lot of my shit rely on me. A, a girl just told me the other day, I was speaking to her on the phone. She said, I think that you need to start accepting help. Like, I try to help you. I try to help you. I'm like, I only accept your help when I absolutely need it. If I'm calling for anything, I absolutely need it. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't want to cash in too many favors. Like, you know, I feel like with everybody, I got three, you know. But I don't know. I don't know. What is, like, <clears throat> what is your biggest stressor in your life at this moment? Probably finances. Finances, right? Right. I mean, motherfuckers is broke every, out here. <laughs> going up except my damn wage. <laughs> right. Like, motherfucker pay me. But it's like, I mean, yeah, I'm like, yeah, they'll get it. You <laughs> ever thought of cocaine? It. Oh, hell no. I thought of cocaine. It, it ain't never that hard. <laughs> I thought of cocaine. I'm not snorting it, of course. Look at you. You go straight to putting it in your nose. I never thought of coke, like to snort, but I thought, I thought of like selling drugs again. Like uh, making that a okay. part of my life. Like I you, thought about doing that. You went dabble. You just, I went dabble. I'm full force. If I if I go back <laughs> to any of this shit, anything illegal, listen, fucked up niggas winning, bro. 
I just said this the other night. Listen, this is what happened the other night. <laughs> just last night, I told you my car fucked up. I just got it fixed. <laughs> so I'm driving down the fucking interstate, right? I'm driving down the interstate. My car. Oh, the fuck? oh my God. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I know what this means. I done been here before. I'm driving down the interstate just last night. And my car started fucking up. So I had to pull over on the side of the road, right? Mm. I see a state trooper coming up. Never been so happy to see a police officer in my life, first of all. I'm like, this motherfucker finna help me. No, he pulling somebody <laughs> over. He don't help me. I'm sitting right there. <laughs> I look at my mother. and my, Of course, she got Alzheimer's and shit. I look at her. She said, you cold? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I almost said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I almost said to him. I'm like, mom. My cousins quit. So my cousins quit. And I sit up on the side. I go. I get out of the fucking car. I'm like, what the fuck do I need to do right now? Like, I know I don't know shit about cars, especially my car. It's a hybrid car. I don't know shit about it. I get out. Something in my head say, <laughs> something in my head say, take the battery cord off and put that bitch back on. So that's what I did. I done that. Took it off. Put it back on. Crack my car up. And I'm gonna start making like a weird, like charging up noise, like, uh, like the engine was. And but I, but it had a little gas to it because the problem was I couldn't, I was pressing the gas, but I wasn't getting no gas or whatever. Had a little gas to it. So I just ended up saying, all right, I got a little gas right now and I'm only two miles away from the house. So I'm like, fuck it. I get in the gas, throw that bitch in drive, and I take off. But that bitch, it, it, it stalled out on the side to get back over again. Now I'm in front of the police as he don't pull the motherfucker over. He probably thinking, what the fuck is going on with this car? <laughs> so I end up uh, doing it again, taking it off, the battery off, and putting it on again. Crunk that motherfucker up, and I just punched it. And I went like 100 on the interstate. I thought I was going to blow my motor up. But <laughs> I probably got right off the exit, and I rolled all the way to the house. No exaggeration. I rolled all the way to the house. I was making wide turns and shit. I rolled all the way to the house. And get my ass in the fucking house. What my mama want to do? Because I'm gonna tell you something about people Alzheimer's. They be faking. They fake shit. I'm gonna tell you. They be she ain't got Alzheimer's. This is what you're saying. No, she got Alzheimer's <laughs> like a motherfucker. But she be faking though. Like a lot of shit is like fake shit. Like right now, right? If I were to say, "Hey, mom, you want a cake?" She go, "Yeah, let me get a cake." She gonna hop right up, be walking normal. <laughs> but if I'm like, "Hey, mom, like it's time to go to bed," she go, "Oh, my back." <laughs> It's like having a kid, bro. Yeah, having a kid. So I'm like, like, mom, like, come on, like, let's get out of the car. She, this her moment to get some attention. This her shine. She throw a little jacket on. She get up out of the car. She go, oh my knee. Oh, (laughs) she stumble a little bit. I said, mom. (laughs) <laughs> don't get your ass up in this house and walk right. I just had to push this damn car up the driveway with you in it. Like if you don't get in this house, she I just said, I'm finna fall. I'm stumbling over. And she get in the house and she walking into the house and she fuck around and trip. And I grab her and I say, look, see, you're faking and you don't trip for real. So I picked her up and like uh, set her on the couch. She said, oh. I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, like, this is just a fucking constant road. This is one of the hardest things I ever had to do. Look after my mother, right? Oh. And I done done some shit. Like, some shit that's difficult, you know? Like, I, I heard caregiving is the hardest job. Bro, especially for your family, because, you know, I did it outside of there, but I done had to do this shit for my mom, bro. Doing it for your mother, hardest shit ever, bro. Just put your mom in the nurse home, bro. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> 
don't even, bro. Don't, don't put yourself through it, brother. Okay? <laughs> don't put yourself through it. I don't know if I could do that either. You got to do it, bro. You got to do it. Listen, take it from me, bro. <laughs> but, nah, she is it's one of the hardest things to do. Like, it's one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do in my life, you know, because I'm battling with it different ways as her child. Her not remembering me, but I'm also battling with the day to day stuff. Mm-hmm. It's another shit to go on in the, through the day, and it's so much shit. It's constant, twenty four hours. I don't get like I don't get actual sleep at all. I don't sleep through the night. That's what I say. If you gave me one of them pills, oh no, something happened. Like I don't need that bitch. <laughs> what? What? Man, how you end up getting on sleeping pills and shit anyway? Uh, cause my cousin passed. You know my cousin Corey. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So like my family got like heart condition issues, so. Literally, like he like just collapsed in the shower and like they like paranoid the hell out of me bad. Yeah. So I literally didn't go to sleep until I seen the sun come up, and I would literally get one hour of sleep because I had to be at work around like at eight. Mm. So I see the sun come up about six thirty or so, mm. and I sleep till like seven thirty. Had to go to work and work eight hours. So why why were you why was night so bad for you? And what the hell was you doing in there? Playing <laughs> Maracas or some shit? Like, what the fuck was you doing? I was either watching TV or playing video games. Like, yeah. I'm, like, a, definitely, like, afraid of death. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, paranoid yeah. about it. Like, like I just really, like, I can't just, like, die <laughs> being awake. But mm-hmm. I'm, like, if I, if I see the sun, I feel like I made it to another day. So I feel like I'm going to be good that whole day. Yeah, I get it. The sun is symbolic for, yeah. like, I made it. Like, I'm good. The sun is up. The sun mm-hmm. is out. Like, were you afraid of... Uh, the dark as a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I think that something like that, that may be rooted in, like, people being afraid of the dark and stuff like that, maybe because of seeing the sun come up. Okay, let me let me ask you this then. Um, when you're not getting this sleep, or now that you're actually taking this medication to get this sleep, do you feel like you rely on it? Yeah, I'm very dependent on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't sleep without it. Yeah, damn. Do you think that's good, though? Hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you trying to make a change? I mean, I, be, I literally, like, tried to go couple of days of that and I'm still I didn't go to sleep for like five or six. Yeah. yeah. I gotta be at work at like nine or ten. I'd be like groggy, mm-hmm. pissed. So I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna try to do it. So you just be up, just fucking hanging out. Is it? Um and okay, so the you know, did he pass away at night or something like that? Mm, he was like well, it was like in the early morning because he was literally in the shower and yeah. he just collapsed. Just collapsed. I got you, I got you. I wonder what's the root of that though. Like, what make you what make you not want to sleep? And why? First of all, why are you afraid of death? Cause I just don't know what's after this. Yeah, yeah. You think it's hell? I don't. <laughs> you? What's going on? Right, right, nah, bro. I'm a crazy motherfucker. Nah, I did some shit. I probably want you make it to the gate. <laughs> shit. It's just like I don't know because like different religions, different like mm. shit. Like I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing. <laughs> Everything good enough to get yeah. to heaven, you know. Yeah. I mean, but, but what if you do go to hell? It's just, you know, it's just hell. Just go to hell. Just, right? hell. just go to hell. I mean, every just, damn day. Listen, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't saying I want to go, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I don't know if I'm a. I used to always think I was going to die early. I used to feel like I was on borrowed time. Mm. I used to always feel that way. Sco said he used to hate when I used to say that shit. I used to feel like I was on borrowed time. I feel like, you know, I was limited in my time here. And I feel like I was gonna like die a martyr or something, or end up dying like being like Tupac or somebody like that, make a big impact on the world and just fucking get up out of here. <laughs> Damn, motherfuckers just remember me forever <laughs> in my twenty five years. But now here I am, thirty one. I'm like, okay, I might got a little time. You know, I, I was talking to um, Tyra, the mother of my child. I was talking to her. I'm like, she never had friends that died. You 
know, and that just seems crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Never had friends that died. She never had a friend that like went to prison or died or like any of that. And that's she just, from the suburbs, ain't she? Man, she from Clarksville. You know, they get they get wild out in Clarksville. <laughs> like they'll do some shit out there. I don't know. But she from the good part though, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she from the good part for sure. She definitely was what they call privileged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like, but I, I don't know. Like, I just, I lost the fear of death early on, you know, because I was, like, my first death I experienced with my grandmother that I remember. I just never, I wouldn't, I wasn't scared to die after that, bro. Mm-hmm. What is it, though? What are you going through right now? Uh, it's not just that. It's just, I'm, it's just like the fear of death. Like, yeah. I just can't get over it. Like I've been, I even went to therapy about it, and like I said, I just feel like you just never know what's gonna be good enough. Yeah. But I do try to like use the death of my grandma as a, like as a a beacon, just so like I want, I know I want to see you again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really try to do right now and be better, just so that, that's my little mustard seed of faith right there, just yeah. to see her again. Yeah. You a Christian? I think I'm more spiritual. Yeah, that's like, what they are. That's why everybody your age. Like, cause like the Bible confuses me. Cause I feel like it's so contradictory. I just never know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why it's the greatest book ever. <laughs> that's why people like admire that motherfucker so much. It's just full of shit. You could pull anything from it. Any book that you got that you can pull anything from for for light to relate to life, mm-hmm. it's gonna automatically con- contradict because our life is a literal contradiction. Exactly. You know, we have mothers that love so hard. But will defend a mass murderer that's her son. Mm-hmm. And they love the whole neighborhood they do, right? But this nigga done shot 18 people. <laughs> and she'll she love them. You know what I mean? We are literal contradictions, us as a people. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. You know. Um I, I think outside of like what's going on with my mother, my biggest my biggest thing right now is like I said earlier, just expecting things from people. Expecting things from uh people that I would do like mm-hmm. expecting me out of people and I, I just every time I just dis, I just disappoint myself and I'm like well how do you keep going through this cycle again hoping that shit'll be different this time and to be I'm like you but I don't want to sit there and put like stipulations on friendship though you know what I'm saying I don't yeah. want to be a half-ass friend basically just because I done ran into like this certain type of like person so I just want to know like how do you like, how would you, like, handle, like, stuff? Like, how do you pick and choose what you do for certain people or certain friends? Like, do you treat everybody like the same, keep everybody in one lane? Or do you are some friends more dependent and valuable to you than others? Uh, I definitely I definitely got friend rankings, for sure. I believe. I had to have friend rankings. I had to get that because there's very few people who, right. But, but another thing is, and it's going to sound crazy, like, I got to, sometimes you got to make your friends miss the idea of you. Mm-hmm. You know, in the same way that you, you might do that with your significant other, you got to make your friends miss the idea of you. Like, I sometimes I'll, I will go off the grid, not just for that purpose, but just because we both might need a break from each other or whatever the case may be. But I don't mean in none of, like, how we talk, how me and New talk, how me and Sko talk. It's, it's not much. It's, you know, every now and then, every so often, unless we doing stuff like this together. Me and Sco talked to most when we had the podcast together because we was doing it every day. Every day was a podcast. So every day we communicating with each other. But for the most part, we all don't talk as much, though, you know. It's just everybody's so consumed in their own lives and get so busy. I'm going to tell you what you need, bro. <laughs> I know what you need. Listen, I got to 
the recipe to this, the remedy to this. I mean, you need a child, bro. Oh. That shit to clear this shit up. Like, listen, you won't, friends won't even matter no more, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm literally getting a surrogate probably next year. I remember you saying you was gonna get you a surrogate. I want, I want a child. Yeah, I think it's time. I really want, like I said, with my all my finances and stuff taken mm. care of because I know kids expensive. Not really. They ain't that expensive. They ain't too crazy. They ain't too crazy. Especially when you get like when you're not married and stuff, and you can get like you know Medicare and all that or whatever it's called. <laughs> all right, the Medicare for old people. You know the one. Medicaid. I don't know. Ten care. Ten care. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. When you can get all that shit, you good. So you gonna get a surrogate? Who you gonna get to be a surrogate? I got one friend. She's beautiful. Who is it? Shaquina. Shaquina Jones. Jones? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That is. Oh. <laughs> okay. That is. Yeah. Like yeah. She's beautiful. I, I mean, feel she, like my, she all right. Uh, nah. <laughs> I feel like my, I want a little girl, and I feel like my daughter going to be beautiful. Yeah, I mean, Kiki, all right, you know. <laughs> Quit saying it. She all right. Yeah, all right. If you're watching, listen right now, Kiki was my high school sweetheart that I often talk about on this podcast. And sometimes I disrespect her. Nah, <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Nah, Kiki, all right, though. She cool. I think she she agreed to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I am. I just she just we agreed on the payment plan. I don't know how I feel about that, bro. Just choose somebody else. Why? Ma, she can't be your baby mama, bro. <laughs> I don't know she just gonna be. But she gonna be your baby mama, bro. I'm just she ain't gonna be involved in nothing. Nothing that me and my child is gonna do. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, good luck with that. Trying to keep a woman out of that shit. I ain't gonna lie. And good luck with her ass too. Shit. She keep cool. Yeah, keep your eyes. She all right. <laughs> <laughs> you you a big country. I'm saying she alright. Like, I fuck with Kiki. She cool, you know. She ain't do nothing. Just rip my fucking heart out my chest. That's all. That's another story. You know. Hey, this is what it is. It was years ago. Been over a year, a decade. You know, over a decade. I'm happy now in my life. So. I'm proud. Now Kiki, I though. I think she'll be cool for for a baby mama. Man, you should do that. You should do that. She was almost my baby mama. What they tell me. I ain't been say shit else. I ain't saying shit Why? Plead the fifth. I ain't saying shit. She ain't gonna get. She only act like that with y'all. She don't do that with me. How she act with you? She she polite. Oh, <laughs> she, I don't play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy too. No, but I think uh I think she'll be good, man. Here you have a little light skin baby walking around here. Corny. You want a daughter? I want a little girl. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I ain't gonna want another daughter now. Hey, I want a little daughter out here. But I'm going to turn her into a dyke, though. Why? <laughs> just, that don't even make sense. Experiments. That's what you do with kids. You, <laughs> you just ain't experiment with a kid. Like, get her ass on some, give her some testosterone or some shit. Confuse <laughs> her. Just fuck her up. <laughs> no way. Why surrogate, though? Why not just have sex with Kiki, bro? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we cool, but we ain't that cool. Bro, have sex with her, bro. No. I done it. We know. <laughs> and look at you. Your heart was broken. Nah, it wasn't broke. It wasn't broke. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty <laughs> My heart was okay. My heart was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. I was in college and shit. I ain't care. You know me. I don't be caring about stuff for real. Especially not. <laughs> especially not like people outside, like my friends and family. Like, or when somebody do something, it's like, you know, all right. And I fucked up too. I fucked it up most of the time. Well, they're gonna be on. I fucked up every one of my relationships. I don't know how Tyra's still hanging on. Shout out to her. <laughs> she's still hanging on, brother. This shit get real difficult sometimes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck it up. I fuck it up. Today I just might have time. I might be like, you know what? 
Motherfuckers played with me two years ago. <laughs> hey, today I got time for this shit. All right, motherfucker played with me two years ago and I ain't forgot yet. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it. Then you believe in the uh, Zodiac stuff? I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't want you being a, a Leo, making it okay for you to be a fucked up person. Yeah, yeah, because you're a Leo. Me and Kiki, shit. we both Sagittarius too. Or as some people will call them, Sagittarists. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Well, if I would, I said a Gemini and probably a Capricorn. It's probably like I'm a Capricorn. Yeah, the two, them them people gonna run you crazy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, people just fucked up anyway. It ain't cause of when they was born. People just <laughs> assholes though. People really is assholes, and I figure that shit out more and more every day. Like I figure it out more and more every day that people just fucked up. And the best thing to do, I had a conversation with my cousin just today. I said the best course of action, you know, is to don't. If you have a dollar, you can't give people 50 cents anymore. If you have a dollar, you have to give them a cent. You get what I'm saying? I know it sounds like, and apply that same logic to everything, to all things. If you have a dollar worth of attention to give, only give them one cent of of attention. Don't make yourself so available to everybody and, and so many people because what starts to happen is you start giving and giving, and especially if you give them more of your quote-unquote dollar, mm. it ultimately makes you less or creates a deficit in you. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that, that you can't sustain. Nobody can sustain it. And you get you get tired out with friends and shit. Yeah. I think I got to train myself to do that because, like I said, my heart is so big when it comes to my friend because – I just know a lot of people don't have that outlet like that. Yeah. So I really do try to be all things for all people. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to just to like put people on the back burner when I know, I mean, it could be their breaking point. So, yeah. But let like, them break. <laughs> what happens if you start pouring inward? Like, What happens then? Imagine like the, the, the superstar you would be then. You get what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I pour more into myself and like, I, I do feel like I... Yeah. I achieve greater. Yeah, like imagine then, like all things that you, and and therefore what happens is when you pour into yourself and you you be able you're able to become that beacon of light and hope to all people. What happens is you can start helping more people, people mm-hmm. that you won't know, and you'll start helping people who will never know you, the people that will only know you by name, your grandchildren, your great great grandchildren, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Like you could be an immense help if you just first pour into you. I think that's what we need to start learning how to do. I think we all carry this weight of, you know, leaders, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. They all carry this weight of of like, you know, I, I need to bear the brunt of what's going on with, with my people, with my family, with my friends. In reality, and we say this all the time, but it's really true. You just need to let that shit go. Need to let it go and pour inward because if you pour inward, imagine the superstar you would be, bro. Imagine how great you would be, and from there, it it would just be a matter of like, you know, you can you can help so many people at that point when you're who you need to be or where you need to be, mm-hmm. you know, because right now it'd be broke motherfuckers pouring into other broke <laughs> motherfuckers. Hi, <laughs> <Like, laughs> you know it'd be, and when I say broke, I'm not even talking about a dollar amount. You emotionally broke, you mentally broke. You all it spiritually broke, but exactly. you trying to pour into other people about God, but you spiritually broke. Exactly. You trying to pour into other people about 
uh, mental health, but you mentally broke. Like, we broke porn into other broke motherfuckers, bro. Like, get healed on your own first. Exactly. That's the key, bro. I get that. I, I, like I said, I got to. So, take your broke ass. <laughs> I got to learn. Like, I'm telling you, it's so hard. I, yeah. I promise it's hard. Just, like, trying to. I don't be want to. I don't be want to get talked bad about. Like, yeah. I guess. I don't care what people think, but at the same time, I know if I have their relationship with you, I don't. I, I don't the ill will yeah. between us at all. And, and you love, and you love, and loving is, love is such a key. Love is such a key, bro. And when you got that in you, like that's so important. Love is such a key. You love, you, and when you have that in you, and when you're able to do that, that's so important to the ecosystem, to the environment. But you just got to remember to love you, though. Because most people who love and know the importance of love, they forget to love themselves. Mm. And you the most important person in all of this shit to love. I ain't telling you shit you don't know. <laughs> you know, you know this shit. Can't believe, bro, you wanted to you want to get Kiki pregnant, bro. I ain't over that, bro. Yeah. Can't believe you, T. You Uncle, just gonna come into my on my show. Uncle T. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real though, man. Look, I appreciate you coming on. If you're watching right now, I need you to do something. I need you to do something. I need you. If you're still watching up until this point, you need to go get the merch. Go get the merch. Go get the merch. You can find it at podcast.com. But listen, if you still watching up until this point, thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, this is the Chabati Podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Till next time.